This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Oh, well, good day. Good day. Um, hello. 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 Uh, welcome to After 9. It is, uh, if you're listening, day of, which we always love you guys, the download as we put them out. That's great. Thank you. Today is Tuesday, the 14th of July, and it's After 9, and that's why we call it this. <laughs> Did yeah. you see the video this past weekend of the two boats colliding in the yeah. Welland Canal? It's, you know, and I, I knew it was coming as I pressed play. I knew it because it said right in the subject line, watch these two boats collide, and I still hit play, even though this it's the crunch sound that really gives me goosebumps in the wrong ways you know what i'm saying that sound of a car crash or in this case two massive boats colliding it just ugh, it gives me the chills but uh yes i did i watched it i have a lot of questions about this okay i get that one of the ships likely had a steering issue and they say he was in full contact with the captain of the other ship they were going pretty slow, and I don't think that a big ship like that can stop on a dime. But nonetheless, how did they both end up in the same channel at the same time? We all know how the locks work, right? I, I think we all did that field trip at one point when we were in school. Water goes up on one end, and it comes down in the other. Then it goes up, and the other end goes down. And that's how they move ships from the higher elevations to the lower elevations and vice versa. How did they both end up there at the same time? Because I would have to think one of them probably shouldn't have been allowed in the canal right especially if it had a steering issue it crashed into another boat <sighs> thank and- goodness though <laughs> i mean thank goodness that you when you look at that you know a lot of people could have got hurt sure but they didn't and they they say there was no environmental damage and both ships were able to dock safely but an investigation is underway good i should hope there's an investigation underway how does that happen yeah. That, by the way, I don't know if the people across Canada that are listening know necessarily what the Welland Canal is. It's a series of locks that allows boats to uh, go from Lake Erie to Lake Ontario without actually having to go over Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. This is the safe way to do it. And for those two ships to end up there, was one supposed to pass the other? Because it doesn't look like it's big enough for two ships to go through there. And you're right. When they crashed into each other, that was harsh. The crack. I don't know. I don't know enough about that canal, that area to to say. I really have no idea. I'm sure in its existence, many, many ships have passed completely safely and it wasn't a thing. So, again, there was I mean, there was issues, right? There were steering issues and other things at play there. So I don't imagine that's they have to really take a look at it if it's like an odd random bizarre obscure incidents and again, carnival cruises be like yeah yeah really <laughs> no kidding eh hey join our team <laughs> um, go on a boat they said <laughs> you're safe at sea uh, they said they say uh i got a dm so i'll give an update real quick um somebody said hey cat i never got a wasp update 
Uh, I, col- I I collected no wasps for my wasp trap, and I'm pissed. It didn't work? Uh, no, it didn't work. Thank you, because I don't think it was me on my end. I did everything correct that it said on the label. I was told it was the best. I put the fruit juice in there and the raw meat, sprinkled a little sugar on top, and thought, I got you, you fuckers. But, <laughs> but I got home, nothing. And then, you might remember Friday, we got pretty rained out by the evening. So I thought, no problem. I'll toss this. I'll start fresh when it's sunny and nice and bright. So we did it again Sunday. Sunday was a pretty nice day and I saw some wasps flying around. And actually a mutual friend of ours, Laura, was over at my house and it was so bad with the wasps to the point where we couldn't sit outside and that upsets me a lot because it was the one nice day of the weekend. Finally, I could sit outside and enjoy it. So I thought I'll set up this wasp trap. They're flying around. We're good. Uh, And I put it out again and nothing. So maybe I'm putting it in the wrong spot. I'm putting it where I do I- that all the time. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wrong spot. Didn't mean to put it there. Well, now, what I, now I know what it feels like, and it's embarrassing as shit. <laughs> so, so my journey to kill the wasps continues in short. I will bring you another update later this week when hopefully I catch them. I don't want to blame the fine people at Home Depot, but maybe they should know that that product did absolutely yeah. nothing for deterring wasps from entering your backyard. Yeah. I should it's kind of like when home. you buy a rat trap and it just goes in and eats the food and doesn't yes. actually get caught. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. You went from catching them to just feeding them, was- so they come back even more. <laughs> there were a couple fruit flies in there, but yeah, that's about it. Unreal. Uh, there's a new toothbrush coming out. It hits stores on August the 1st, and it is made by Oral-B. Oral-B, I think we all know, big name in the tooth business. This toothbrush, the I.O. is what they call it, is $750. But it's got a lot of features. An interactive color display. It enables easy navigation through the brush features and cleaning modes, including a welcome greeting, choice of brushing modes, language settings, and selection of cleaning modes, including sensitive areas, deep clean, and whitening. On top of that, it's got a pressure sensor. It'll tell you like, hey, fuck, ease up a little bit. That tooth there, it doesn't need that much pressure. Or, hey, press a little harder. This tooth needs a little bit more clean. So it tells you, press harder, back off a little bit. It's got a magnetic charger. So it's a fast, full charge in just three hours. And then an easy-to-read strength indicator. So if you're going on an overnighter, you can just check your toothbrush to see if you need to bring the charging base with you. And they say it is a first for brushing technology. A clean that users will feel all day long. The new frictionless magnetic drive, which distributes energy evenly to the tips of the bristles to create a new revolutionary gentle micro vibration. When oscillation rotation is combined with micro vibrations, they say the brush glides over your teeth smooth and quietly. Hmm. Good, because my current toothbrush is so fucking loud. (laughs) Huge complaint. Nobody's ever said that. No. But anyway, they solved a problem that we didn't know was a problem. Loud toothbrushes. What do you think? Is any toothbrush worth 750 bucks? Not unless it does a lot of other things. Like a lot of other things. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think if you know how to brush your teeth, 
you're okay. And I think even a dentist, unless they were paid to endorse this particular toothbrush, would tell you, you're, you're going to be okay. Uh, and they might even tell you regular run-of-the-mill electric toothbrushes are all the same. I don't know. Not a dentist. I will definitely be asking my dentist about this, though, because I'm super curious. I, it's neat, but I'm not spending 700 Do you know what I could buy for $750? U.S., I assume? Oh, that's a good question. So I, bet you I would a, assume it's seven fifty U.S. Okay, so it's probably like nine hundred Canadian for that that thing. There's well, no... you haven't bought American money recently. It'll be more like eleven hundred. Yeah, probably. I know. Yeah, probably closer to a G. So it's a G for that brush. No fucking way. Like unless I'm a millionaire, and it's just like whatever. It's like buying anything else. But no, I I don't I don't I would never buy that for a thousand dollars. No. I take pretty good care of my teeth. I'm into a routine now where I floss and I actually use my arm. It's a motion that you can do in and out. And you can just actually manually brush your teeth. It's crazy. But you can do that for much cheaper. In fact, about three or four bucks every uh, couple of months. You go to Shoppers Drug Mart and, and you're good to go. Okay, let me ask you another question then. This is one that I think really only a woman could answer. Does that um, even distribution of energy to the bristles... And the revolutionary gentle micro vibrations <laughs> sound at all I, sexy. I, I know exactly where you're going, what you're, uh, what you're doing here. And there's people listening. There's maybe women listening that go, huh, I wonder if that'll get me off better than my usual uh, vibrating toothbrush. <laughs> uh, Seriously. You, but here's the thing is you wouldn't shove a $1,000 toothbrush there. That wouldn't have probably happened. You just stick with the other, the old, old faithfuls, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, cat. You know, I mean, I hear what you're saying and I don't disagree with you, but I'm sure to some people it sounds ridiculous that someone would take the current $75 electric toothbrush that many of us have and jam that in their V. But they're doing that, too. Like, yeah. oh, fuck, it feels great on my teeth. I'll bet you it feel amazing on my clit. So, boom, jam the toothbrush down there. And before you know it, you have spent $75 for a vibrator <laughs> that you could have bought for like eight bucks at the love shop so what we're saying is this new toothbrush could not only replace that it'd probably replace your entire relationship at that price point <laughs> you'll actually save money i think it also holds your hair back when you're drunk and cuts the grass <laughs> that's what i'm looking for <laughs> sign me up fantastic new toothbrush it completely replaces the man that you didn't even know you needed that's wonderful seriously there are women that do that Mm, man, just brush my teeth. I think I'll put another attachment on and get myself uh, off real quick. Absolutely. And I mean, all you need to do is look at any emergency room reports. And those are the people who took it too far, right? We're not talking about the people who do it safely at home. And I'm sure there's safe ways to do it. And that's great. Hey, if you can, if you can reuse that, <laughs> reuse that old vibrating toothbrush and that's what you want to do with it, fine. As long as you clean it regularly, you, you do you, you know, you do that's you. That's what they're doing with it. They're yeah. doing themselves. Yeah, you do you over and over and over again, as long as you're safe and clean. Okay, but why would you use a toothbrush for that when you could just go and, and buy a vibrator? Or is that just embarrassment? People that really want that vibration sensation, but they don't want to stroll through the the papered over doors at the stag shop? Is that all it is? Too embarrassed to go buy a vibrator so you got yourself an electric you toothbrush? You know what? I think, yes, in parts, in some cases, yes, too embarrassed. Uh, or maybe just thinking they'll save some money. But I think, yeah, mo for the most part, people who are probably too embarrassed to step foot in there, which you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be embarrassed at all. Walk your ass in there. Get yourself the biggest, 
vibratiest requires the most hydro possible vibrator and have yourself a day. And trust me, it'll be a relief to the person behind the counter who's seen it all, who's seen people plunk down the largest anal beads that you've ever seen in your entire life, like the size of your head just on the, on the counter. So that's nothing, okay? If they have it in their inventory, that's what they're there for, to sell those things. So you're a perfectly normal human being. Purchase the vibrator. There's lots of different sizes and colors and, oh, fun. You're fine to do that. You don't have to use a toothbrush. Certainly not a $750 one. Although, if the technology really is that good, when you think about how you get yourself off with a $75 toothbrush, a $750 toothbrush, that's got to do something pretty magical down there. I would think. They must have taken that into account. The people at Oral-B aren't just making toothbrushes anymore. They're also in the sex toy business, whether they want to admit it or not. Maybe they did throw a little something in there. Uh, it has a smiley face, by the way, when you've applied the right amount of pressure. I wonder if your teeth and your clit ex- are exactly the same for pressure points. <laughs> go ahead and get yourself one and let us know. August 1st, they go on sale. Uh, good news survey out. It is to do with the things that people expect will change once we all go back to the office. And for those who are at the office, maybe you don't know many people that aren't working right now. There are still a lot of people, even though we're going to phase three in part of Ontario this coming Friday. We'll talk about that in a minute. So here are the top 10 things that people expect are going to change when everybody's back at work. Number one, no brainer, washing your hands more often. Mm -hmm. Number two, cleaning your desk and computer keyboard and mouse more often. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's important. You should clean that stuff as regularly as you clean your cell phone. And by the way, you should be cleaning your cell phone regularly. Uh, If you have a shared workspace, i.e. maybe you use your workspace in the morning and then somebody else uses it in the evening, wash that shit down. Trust nobody. Don't trust anybody. Wash it. And if you have cleaners that come in overnight, I wouldn't trust them either. Just do it yourself and then you know it is cleaned and disinfected. No more handshakes. That's a tough one for me because it seems like whether it's uh, just on a social level or on a professional level, whether I'm seeing a client or a colleague, everybody wants to shake hands and somebody's got to be the one to say, "Eh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And it's awkward. It's awkward. I actually watched it, watched it a couple of times go down where people wanted to give a handshake. My hairdresser was one of them. My stylist, who's the first time that I had gone to her and I was supposed to go to her back in March and we had been talking about all the things we wanted to do. So finally I got the chance to meet her in person after chatting with her and it was our first instinct. And she like, I, oh, she's like, sorry, we're not supposed to do that. I was like, it's okay. We stopped ourselves. But that is such an easy thing to accidentally do. They say we should uh, have more flexible work hours. Yeah, that's going to be mandatory because there is still a serious lack of daycare. And maybe work needs to be a little more flexible in that they'll let you work the overnight shift, for example, because your partner works during the day and somebody's got to be home with the kids. That's just one example of how flexible work hours can can come into effect. Mm -hmm. Maybe you um, uh, get Mondays off. Because Monday is the day when all the salespeople are in and you've got to make sure that the office is physically distanced. So in exchange, uh, maybe you work a couple extra hours Tuesday through Friday. Lots of different ways that work hours could be more flexible. They say we're going to be going outside more, just regular breaks. How great would it be 
to make that a transition between school mm-hmm. and work. I think work should have good old-fashioned recess. Maybe a bell should <laughs> ring around like 10, 15, and we all just go out and kick a ball around for a couple of minutes and then come back inside. We need a little sunshine, too. Everybody should do that. We could each have our own little cubbies in our areas and make sure that we, we're prepared with our sweaters, and we've got our sunblock and our hats, and we play nicely, and we go play outside for a little bit. I like it. How would that work, though? Would you call the boss or or maintenance if you put the ball on the roof? <laughs> now, these are complex questions we'll get to once we hit that face. We should bring in our own mugs, plates, and silverware instead of using those shitty ones that are in the cafeteria I, I, area. I, I wouldn't touch those anyway. I, I, I never did. I never did, never would. Now, that said, you and I, we work a different strange schedule, so really all I need is my mug. But if I make coffee here, which I do now, and I use it all the time, I bring it home with me, I wash it at my own house, I don't even wash it here. More video conferences instead of face-to-face meetings. I'll take that a step further and say maybe we should just get rid of some of the meetings because there's way too many of them that could have just been a fucking email. That's right. We, we don't need to meet to decide when we're going to have a meeting. We don't need to meet to hear something that you could have just laid out in an email. We could just cancel some of them. But either way, when we do have them, there'll be video conferences. Is that going to be kind of like texting the person your partner, for example, when they're sitting on the couch across from you, or if they're upstairs and you're downstairs, if you have a video meeting with everybody in the building just at their own desks, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like texting someone in your own house. Yeah. Yeah. Not eating the random... These next three are great. Not eating the random shit that people bring in and leave at the reception desk <laughs> or in okay. the kitchen. Okay. I am... I am bad for leaving this, like bringing stuff to work. I don't ever touch it, though. I will do it if, let's say, I had a family get together or, oh, Halloween comes around. You know everybody does that. Or Christmas and you got your cookies because you had a potluck over the weekend. And you bring all your shit to the reception desk. And you watch those vultures eat all the shit. (laughs) I brought it before. But you're saying, you're telling me that that shouldn't happen ever again. No! Yeah. <laughs> hey, I made a lasagna last night, but I live on my own and I can't eat an entire tray of lasagna. So I brought some in for everybody else. Okay, well, now everybody's going to be eating the freaking lasagna. Or, <clears throat> I made banana bread. I made uh, cookies. Stop can't do that. doing Kate, that. Look, in some cases, too, I really like that. And for the reason being, I don't like faking that I like something someone made when I actually don't like it. Are you oh. with me there, or will you eat anything and you don't care and you like everything? Because no. I know you're pretty nice with stuff like that. We've had colleagues in the past who brought in food, and sometimes it's phenomenal. I'm like, yes, please. I'd like some more. This is fantastic, and it hit the spot. Perfect. Other times, I'm like, I feel rude if I say no, and I've actually thrown stuff out before. Like, I've taken it, and I feel bad because I don't like wasting food, but I've taken it, and I've basically thrown it out because I don't want it. Yeah, I'm the same way. It... it- I think in a way it depends what they make. Sometimes somebody just wants to be nice. Like, oh, hey, it's Friday. I'll make up a tray of Rice Krispie squares. Or even uh, it's Friday. I'm going to make up sandwiches for the entire office. No, thank you. I don't want any. And nobody else should either. No offense. Love the effort. Love that you're thinking about other people. But get that shit away from me. Yes. No more birthday parties. Never again will we all traipse down to Judy's office or down to the boardroom. 
to celebrate Karen's birthday uh, with some shitty cake that somebody picked up at a gas station on the way into work that morning. Oh my gosh, can I just say, that is fantastic. We don't need to do that anymore. We don't need to do that. Oh, yeah, it's Karen's birthday and we forgot to get a cake. Somebody go to Tim's and get a Boston cream donut and we'll, we'll dig around and find a candle in somebody's desk drawer. No, we're not doing that anymore. You also don't think about it this way too. You also don't have to feel like a big jerk if you kind of forgot because there isn't that big presentation. So if you do see that person, which has happened to me before, where I see and I talk to the person and then I realize after it's their birthday and we're doing a little birthday thing for them. Oh darn it! I talked to them twice. I feel like an ass. Well, now it's like oh they don't even let us do a birthday thing for you, so I totally forgot. No more signing birthday cards that get passed around everyone Mm. at the workplace before they get given to the actual birthday person. I mean, that's just basically like a a COVID cocktail, I would think, at this point. You don't want to sign that card after 50 other people have signed it. And I don't know what to write on those things anyway. Happy birthday. Seems a little generic, considering some people write a goddamn novel. I've I've always been... I've always been the worst. I've always been the worst with stuff like that. Whether it is whether going back to my high school yearbook up until birthday cards at the office at funerals. You know, sometimes when you're at a funeral home and they put out a thing and you're supposed to say words. What am I supposed to say there? I'd like to do away with all of that because it is so awkward. Yes, I'm it's super awkward. Happy birthday again. Um, celebrate. Have a great day. Right. It's always the same stuff. Drives me crazy, Kat. Those are the top 10 things that we expect to change once everybody's back at work. Although, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, There was a lot of talk yesterday about stage three, 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 three. And it starts this Friday for part of Ontario. Once again, the greater Toronto and Hamilton area has been left out. Hamilton, you are not included. Neither is Niagara, Windsor, Essex. Not included either. These are a lot of the same areas that were held back from going to stage two right away. And they haven't been in stage two very long. And guys, if you're in Toronto right now, I'm here to tell you, you enjoy stage two. Because stage three kind of scares the shit out of me a little bit. And I'm the guy who was saying, let's open it up. Open it up. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can get rid of the virus and also salvage our economy. But now it's real, Kat. And the government announced that yesterday... Or announced yesterday that starting Friday, gyms are reopening, movie theaters are reopening, indoor dining is going to resume, and everything that I've heard so far and learned about the great people of Florida and Arizona is bars seem to be a bad idea. I don't know if people should be sitting at a bar for hours swigging away on beer and breathing their their dirty COVID stuff everywhere. That might not be the best idea. Right. Look, I'll, I'll go back to the, the very beginning when we first started opening things up to, to say, I'm with, I'm actually with you on this one. I, I like dining in, for example, would be one of the only things I did or going to the gym. I'm not sure I'm there yet, but it is a choice, right? It is a choice that we can each make. There are some people who have been dying to do these things. As long as the establishments, it really is on the establishments. It is on the gyms. It is on the, the restaurants to make sure that they're doing everything safely. And at the end of the day, as long as you are washing your hands, as long as you are keeping that distance, as long as you're wearing your mask where you should be wearing your mask, everybody should be okay. But it is about following those protocols. And is it easy to slip up in some of these cases? Maybe. I don't know. 
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Here's what's not reopening in stage three because everybody's talking about, oh, the gym's reopening. Yeah, like, yeah, you you gym rats can finally stop it. It sucks that they were closed as long as they were. I'm glad you guys have got your gym back. I don't want to hear about gyms anymore for a long time. Uh, But here's what's not reopening in stage three, which leads me to believe there must be a stage four coming that they didn't tell us about initially. Amusement parks and water parks will remain closed. That's probably a good idea, right? We don't need uh, a thousand people in line waiting to ride uh, uh, whatever coaster at Wonderland right now. Yeah. It doesn't look fun either. Can I just remind you? It doesn't look fun. Like checking out what they have set up and ready to go at Disney, which still surprises me they're going ahead with. It doesn't look like it would be a fun, relaxing time. So if you're thinking, oh, darn, I would have liked to go to Canada's Wonderland with my family, it really would not have been the same, I, I feel like, anyway. Like, with kids, it, sounds, it seems like a miserable time. Also not opening, buffet-style restaurants. Good! They aren't seriously going to reopen buffet-style restaurants ever again, are they? Well, I, like, that, I don't imagine we're ever going to go back to that scenario where we're all dancing around that big, long buffet table at the Mandarin. Uh, That's uh, not going to happen again, right? Absolutely, Scott. I don't think it can. It, everybody has to pivot. Everybody has to pivot who's doing that style. And uh, some of the most popular ones include, you know, some like mandarins and your. Um, there's a lot of Chinese food buffets out there. They have to pivot and figure things out. There's a chance that they can actually open as long as they change up what they do. And doing things like um, there's Yi Sushi and KW, I'll give full credit to because the way that they do things is fantastic. It is a tablet, and I could see man- like uh, your Mandarins or your King's Buffets or your Tucker's Marketplace, if that even exists anymore. I don't know, it used to. Um, where they bring a tablet to your table and you pick and choose right off there. Da, 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 and boom. You're good to go. They'll bring the food to you. So it's still kind of a buffet style, and it's a one price, right? You get one price. It's twenty, whatever it is, twenty bucks. All you can eat, and you pick as you go on this tablet. I think that's the smartest bet. It's also gonna, I think, make sure that we waste less food. I've never liked buffets for a numerous reasons. One of them being they throw out a lot of food every single day. So I think that this is a good thing for them to switch, and if they're able to pivot, and then they'll be fine. There's going to be no more overnight camp for children, but presumably adults can still do that. I, I don't know. Is there an overnight adult camp? <laughs> there is, but you got to be naked. <laughs> uh, they are also not going. The footloose prohibition continues. No dancing at all in restaurants or bars. They say bars and nightclubs are allowed to reopen. But the nightclubs aren't allowed to allow dancing. Patrons need to be offered food and they need to be seated at all times. So that's like telling clubs, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, go ahead, reopen your club. But you can't do any of the club stuff. So can you have a DJ? And if there is a DJ, what if a good song comes on and you want to get up and cut loose? You have to stay in your seat, I think, is the way that works. Mm. No dancing at all. That's good, though. I don't think we want people uh, (laughs) breathing heavy. (laughs) Yeah. On yeah. the dance floor, like expelling uh, COVID droplets everywhere. So, sure. n- no dancing. Um, oh, in 
Contact sports. So I'm particularly curious about this. What's going to happen for contact sports? Mm -hmm. Nearest I can tell, and this is one of the most vague things about phase three, you're allowed to play football, soccer, lacrosse, baseball. All those things are allowed to resume because they say prolonged or deliberate contact sports are not. And And they use the examples of Wrestling, judo, martial arts. Okay. Now, football, there's intentional contact, but they didn't give an example of football. So I think they just mean martial arts. I think you can play football again. Uh, there's contact in a lot of sports. I would think that you can play those again. Okay, but you're, but things like places like, like the OUA, wasn't it, um, that already canceled it for this coming season? Yeah, they do. So they can still do it on their own, obviously, but they're giving the green light only if these organizations are okay with it. Is that basically how it works? And city to city and, you know, area to area, they make their own call, but it is allowed? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this is mainly for minor sports. Uh, The OUA, that's Ontario University Athletics, and and anybody that, that plays any of these sports, I think, would realize that the major source of their revenue is ticket sales. And unless they can actually put butts in seats, which they can't actually do because there's still no large gatherings, then they're not going to make any money. It'll cost a fortune to run the season. And I have to think that was at least part of the reason that they canceled the upcoming football season. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, no more saunas. No steam rooms. Fine. Bathhouses. Do we have bathhouses here? Uh, I think so. They're usually like, it's not like you would, it's not like it has big neon signs. Well, they have neon signs, but they're not like massive on the street that say bathhouse, enter here. It's usually very discreet. So if you did have some in your area, you might not know about it unless you searched for it, I'm sure. No oxygen bars. Okay. We don't have a lot of those. I don't think we have a lot of those in, in Canada. Have you never been to one? No. So I did it for the first time in Vegas. And I did it the day I was, a, I know, hungover in Vegas. Look at me. Uh, so I did it one day in Vegas. It was the day after I had my um, bachelorette. And it was in between that and my wedding date in Vegas. And I'll bet you were hung to the gills. <laughs> for sure. So there was an, there's oxygen bars in Vegas, just so you guys know, set up inside the hotels and malls everywhere it's like a kiosk it's like you're walking down it's the same with like the phone repair kiosks that you see same shit but oxygen so you sit down at a bar you pump your face full of oxygen for a price and it's supposed to make you feel better and it was it was pretty refreshing i thought it was bullshit i'm not gonna lie i thought it was bullshit so when someone told me about it like oh you gotta go to the o2 bar whatever they called it i forget and i was like okay well sure like i need to pick me up i'll check it out and but it oxygen was- is free it w- <laughs> this is pure. No, we're talking. You've never had it purely pumped into your lungs before. I've never been that hungover, Kat. Well, but look, I'm glad you're here to being, tell us all about it. No, but look, it's not actually even about being hungover. They told me at the time because I remember asking. I'm like, obviously, this is mostly hungover people that do this. They said no. Actually, they have people who just want. Well, well, there's those all nighters at the casino that aren't even drinkers that will go and do it because it it's a natural. I want to say natural high, but it's not like you get a buzz from it necessarily. Maybe some people do, but it's just pure oxygen being pumped into your lungs. It kind of it gives you a little bit of a okay. Oh, oh, it's like taking a mini nap is basically what you feel like afterwards. It's good. Okay. The last thing that is not reopening is table games at casinos. Mm, I miss that. You know, there's some table games you could play. Um, 
Poker, you probably couldn't because people touch the cards. Blackjack, all you do is sit at the table. You just tap if you want to hit and you wave over the card if you don't want another card. Right. There's the chips, though. Okay, yeah, maybe it's the chips they yeah, don't want us touching. Yeah, it's a touching. lot of things that you touch that you don't realize that you're that you're that you do touch when you're sitting there, and you have to keep the the dealer in mind too because the dealer's touching what you've touched. Like even though you don't, can't touch the cards, there's times where you want to, and there's times where yes, the chips are a thing. You could try to go electronically, but man, that's going to take a lot of money and a process for a lot of casinos to even try to fathom how to do that. So it makes sense. Don't forget they do. I know it's not the same, but they do have your electronic. Um, roulettes and I think they even have electronic poker at a lot of the casinos I know it's not the same as the feeling that physical touch of the cards and the chips in your hand but it's an option that you can do until we're able to do that Uh, okay I know we're running low on time here I'll just mention a couple quick things they're studying antibodies when it comes to COVID and some British research that you can read on scottandcat.ca has found that yes people who get coronavirus do develop antibodies The problem is, is those antibodies are really only with you for a couple of months. So you can catch COVID-19 twice. You can read about that if you want to. And they also found out through a study that if airlines would stop selling middle seats, it would cut the risk of catching COVID-19 on a flight by up to 50%. Wow. All so the airlines doing- just in the last two weeks started selling the middle seat yes. again. So why are they doing that then? Because I feel like I would be more comfortable personally knowing if I had to hop on a flight or wanted to hop on a flight, knowing that there's no middle seat. But now that I know that airlines can do it and they're cheap as shit, you know how they are. They're going to pack that plane if they can. But they're actually, I think, going to lose customers. They're going to lose money if they do that, if they go ahead with it. Am I wrong? Oh, no, I, I, it costs a fortune to fly a plane anywhere and if you want WestJet or air canada to fly you from toronto to barbados or toronto to calgary it costs them a fortune to staff the plane to to supply the plane to pay for gas landing fees the whole nine yards Mm -hmm. costs a fortune they need to sell most of the seats on that plane to even break even now without the middle seat the prospect of them breaking even is almost nil almost impossible but they've got to lower fares to get people flying again because people don't generally think it's all that safe but if they get a good enough deal they'll go somewhere if somebody offered you a 55 dollars flight right now to go to the go to paris for the weekend you might consider that (laughs) you might we can go to europe we're allowed to go there we just can't go to america However, uh, these airlines, they can't raise the price to a level where they might break even because no one will fly. And they can't sell the middle seat. Otherwise, people are going to get sick. Right. If they leave the middle seat open, they lose money. It's really a lose, lose, lose proposition all around if you're the CEO at an airline. Nearest I can tell, either we need to be less cheap or they need to continue losing money and get a government bailout. And I don't really support government bailouts for almost anything, but we have to be able to fly. And I almost kind of think the government should step in and and give Air Canada and WestJet a break. Or maybe they should lower their landing fees. Maybe we should stop charging so much for jet fuel. There's a lot of different ways that we could cut some corners, but I'm not an expert on that. Uh, Just before we wrap it up quickly, did you see the uh, Prime Minister's apology yesterday? Third time? No, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. It was great. It was hilarious. He um, he did his acting classes again. 
Oh, he doesn't have to because he can teach them. He did his class where he uh, or he he did his speech where he did the I'm sorry. This is on me. I accept responsibility. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. I should have known that my mom got paid a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> I should have known my brother got paid like 30 grand. I should have known my wife got paid. I'm sorry I didn't know. So one of the reporters, some of them were really aggressive with him yesterday. I actually felt kind of bad for him, and that doesn't normally happen. I mean, if you're a world leader, you've got to be prepared to deal with the press. But they were hard on him yesterday. They said to him, um, well, now that students aren't going to get their summer money, like, do you feel bad about yourself? Like, do you accept responsibility for that? And he did, to his credit, say, yeah, I feel bad about that. But then they tried to get him to admit that he would testify in the investigations. He wouldn't admit it. He wouldn't Hmm. say, yes, I will. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but it is certainly going to be fascinating to watch Absolutely, next couple of months. He didn't step aside like you had suggested he he should do. It doesn't surprise me, but uh, yeah, the next little bit will be interesting for sure. Well, I mean, nearest I can tell, he's got two choices. He can step aside and let Christian Freeland take over, or he can testify. Depending on what comes out in that testimony, though, he may be uh, just put into a situation where we're having an election, and it's too late to step aside and let Christian lead the liberals mm-hmm. into that election. This is the first, it's his third ethics investigation in seven years. But this is the first one during a minority government. So really... Anything could happen. Throw in the fact that we've got a pandemic on. Ah, it's a shit show. I love it. I just love the drama. I can't wait to see how it ends. Anyway, thank you for downloading, everybody. Uh, Now, next step, hit subscribe. We put these out at least for a week, every single week. And you will get future episodes delivered to you or at least a notification that there's a new one there. And you don't have to go searching again in the future. Anything else we got to do? I think that's, uh, that's that. Oh, Starbucks. They have a new drink out. Do you want to mention that quickly? Oh, sure. Yeah. So if you want to check it out, it's a strawberry kiwi refresher. Well, it's it's under the refresher brand, but you know how people are at Starbucks. They modify stuff. I don't know about you, but I modify everything. Oh, can I give you my tip too? So I'll just mention scottandcat.ca. Check it out. New flavor. Apparently, it's amazing from what we've heard. So I plan to, to, to check it out. Let me give you a tip that I learned not long ago, and I'll credit my brother for this fully. He said, cat... What you got to do is when you order your coffee, if you're like me, maybe most of the time you order run-of-the-mill coffee. Order it, if let's say you do a grande, in a venti cup if you add anything to it. You add milk to your coffee, for example, right? I do, yeah, skim. So order a grande coffee with skim in a venti cup. Well, why? Way more room. You end up getting more coffee because they're able to add more. And I'm doing it every single time now. It's fantastic. They also came up with the hack, too. And I'm, you guys might have seen this because it went all, all over TikTok. But when you ask for the iced coffee, do it without ice. They'll fill it to the brim. But then ask for a separate cup with ice. And basically, you get two drinks in one. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you can, cheap bitch. You can do that with refreshers, <laughs> Just, too. Hey, they give you the option to do it. So why not? It's a total option. The person by the barista doesn't care. Yeah, you want a cup of ice? Sure, you're a paying customer. You want me to fill this to the brim? Sure. So then you're basically getting two drinks in one, especially if you get a venti size. So if you and someone else wants to drink one, that's how you should order. Do a venti, no ice, add a cup of ice on the side. Boom. Hack. Save you a couple bucks. You are... Uh... Wow, that's next level. I am think of something like that. innovative. That never even crossed you, my you, mind. I am innovative is what you mean to say. Yeah, well, it's something. It's definitely something. We got to go, guys. Have yourself a great one, and we will catch you again soon with another edition of After 9.